Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, from the basement of Holden Hall. This is the seventh episode in the second season of the Breslin Breakdown. I am joined, as always, by Bobby Zephyro, Sutton McGee, and Charlotte Steinberg. And I'm your man, Nathan Stern, sitting behind the host, Mike, once again. And we got a good one for you today with a lot to recap. Michigan State is now winners of their last three games, including a massive, massive upset on the road last night against the formerly 15-2 Rutgers Scarlet Knights. And with the three wins, Michigan State is now, I don't want to say back on track to make the tournament, but their prognosis has certainly improved. That's a big quad one right there. That's a huge quad one, especially especially because they don't win. Mm -hmm. Especially because they don't win. What was their record on the road before that game? I think they were. No, they were two in... Uh, on games away from the Breslin. I think they were 2-7. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because they beat sense, Notre Dame. They beat Kansas State. So Notre Dame, State, Notre Dame was the it. only real one then? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, away. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Before that game, they were 2-7. and seven. Yeah. Away from the and Breslin. Kansas, That's and neutral Kansas State included. was Yeah, Kansas State Kansas was State and Notre so, Dame, yeah. So the only win on the road was the game that we went to. Wow. And that was impressive. Yes, we really got to go to more games. Yeah, I was gonna say, but Notre Dame's just not the same team this year. That's true. They're because not, we were there. Yes, I yes. I, it, it was the Stearns factor. It was <laughs> me Stern, screaming every Stern's 30 seconds. The Stearns intimidation factor, yes. and they knew he was in the building. <laughs> I don't know where to start. I mean, that was that was impressive. And I've been harping on this team and demonizing them and yada, yada, yada. But when they play like this, it, it's very simple in sports radio. When you play bad, we say bad things. When you play good, we say good things. Right. And that tell it how it was... Is. Which is kind of dumb, because we should take positives and negatives out of everything, but... But there's always, if they're not playing well, you're obviously going to get more negatives. Yeah, that's true. And that win, under the, the current stretch that, of play that they have, with Northwestern coming up, with Iowa, they have a stretch of death coming up. Maryland. Mm-hmm. We, I think we touched on it earlier, like in one of the previous episodes. This was the this was the stretch coming up right here that's going to kind of make or break them, really. And you get the, even if they split, I think, their tournament team. I mean, you got you got Northwestern at home this Thursday, and they're 22nd in the country. Then you got to go on the road to Iowa, who's number 19th in the land. You get a bit of a reprieve from Purdue at home, and then you go on the road to Maryland, on the road to Northwestern. So four out of their next five games are against ranked opponents. And if you win two of those, I think you're a ranked team. They're not a ranked team. I think you're a tournament team. I was team. about to say, I don't think they're ranked. They're not, wow. not a ranked team, no. I, but these three wins that they've had to put them back on the map, now being four and three in conference, the Ohio State and Rutgers win were two wins against probable tournament teams. If you look mm-hmm. at the Charlie Cream ESPN bracketology update, those two teams are in Wisconsin's one and six in conference. They don't really move the needle much, mm-hmm. but they gave a they gave a team their first Big Ten win, so you can't count it, count out anything. Penn State, yeah. Penn State was God. Penn State has fallen mm-hmm. off a cliff. They, we said how bad they're, and I don't know if there was a player meeting. Or something, but you got the you got to get the feeling that somebody said something after that Penn State loss. Some somebody 100%, had to one hundred percent. Like I don't know if it was Terry, I don't know if it was Nia, but something was said, and we won't ever find out. But right. something was said. I don't know if it was a players only meeting or what, but ever since they hit that rock bottom, they have not looked like the same team. One hundred percent. And why I say that is, we saw them fold against LSU. 
They folded against Florida State. They folded against West Virginia. They folded against Michigan. In the last two games against Ohio State and Rutgers, they've blown rather large leads, but yet they found a way through it all to win. And that's something that they had not done, had not shown a propensity to do earlier in the season. They blew the nine-point fourth-quarter lead against Ohio State, and for all intents and purposes, I'll be the first one to admit, I thought Spartans were done. I really, really mm. did. When, uh, they went I mean, down, when they went down 65-63, to 63, yeah. it's like you have one final play, and they draw that play up for Cloud and gets that little runner in the lane, gets the and one to give the then, Michigan State the lead, gets the steal on the other end, and then makes the two free throws. And then the previous play, she actually ran the same play. It was just a little farther from the bucket, so... It could have been mm-hmm. the earlier in the game that it happened, but it turned out to be with 13.4 seconds left in the game, it happened. And that's a game that they normally lose. Based on who they, how they played early in the year, I thought they would have lost. And when Rutgers went, what was the score at half? 38-27, I think? Yes, 38 And then at the end of the third, it was 51-49. I looked over, because I was watching the game with my roommate Luke, who happens to be the sports director here at the Impact. I look over to him, I go, this is where they blow it. This is where everything comes undone, and three-quarters of promise goes down the toilet. Because for me, it was following the same script as Florida right, State. I mean, seen it better so many team times. on the road. Better team on the road. But the difference was with West Virginia and oh God, what was the, in Michigan, they were always close, but they never had a lead for like two and a half quarters, like a double-digit lead. Right. They had a double-digit lead versus LSU, and they had a double-digit lead for Florida State into the later parts of the third quarter. This game was really reminiscent of that Florida State game for me. The only difference, of course, being the outcome, but at least for me, I thought, okay, they're up by double digits. Like they were against Florida State, they're up by double digits at half. But Florida State kept chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, and then at the latter parts of the fourth quarter, you saw the home court advantage come into play. You saw the better team come into play. But this time, Spartans found a way. And through everything, through the fouls, through the exceptional performances, they found a way. And they needed this road win badly because now you're eleven and seven in conference. Not and, in, not in conference. 11. Or you're eleven and seven overall. overall I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you're four, four and three. three. Say, how long have we been doing this? <laughs> yes. You're four <laughs> and three long. in conference. You're eleven and seven on the season. You've got a couple really nice wins. That Rutgers win is huge. Nebraska's a good win, Ohio State's a good win. Those are three projected tournament teams. And they really don't have a bad loss. I mean, Penn State's a bad loss. Penn State's yeah. a bad loss. But the fact that with the way that the Q, the quadrant system is set up, the NET1 through NET135 is a Q2 loss. So I don't know where Penn State falls, but I'd be willing to bet they're in that 120-110 range just because they're a Power 5 team, just right. because they play the the best of the best. So if you're Michigan State right now, I think you have to split. And what I mean by that is these four really tough games that you have coming up, even Rutgers, they even have Rutgers at home after that, which isn't easy, but the big one, Northwestern, Iowa, and then on the road at Maryland at Northwestern. If you go 2-2, you're 13-9, and but I think you're in good shape because of the wins. If you go 3-1, then you're really sitting pretty. You're sitting pretty, and I think 2-2, just because of the, of the, the combination of good wins – Combined with not really having any bad losses, you would think. You would think that with how stacked the Big Ten is, if you finish right in the middle of the conference, you have a shot. 
you give yourself a shot going into the conference weekend. And I think if you win a couple games in the tournament, in the Big Ten tournament, that, then yeah. then you really put yourself Help in a good position. Help bolster the resume even more. Yeah. And then, because this is where this stretch comes in. You finish the year, you're at Illinois, and you're, at, or you're home against Penn State. Home against Penn State, last game we'll be doing in the regular season, should be a win. I think we can chalk that up. At Illinois, that has to be a win. Because, yes, this team normally struggles on the road, but Illinois isn't good. One and six in conference. So those two games you have to win. And, frankly, you probably have to beat Purdue at home, too. Purdue's three and four in conference. They don't look anything particularly special. But if you get to 17, 18 wins with the way the Big Ten, I know I said 20 because I I think Mm -hmm. 20 is the safe mark. You get to 20 and you're not sweating come selection Sunday. Once you're around that 17, 18, 19 mark, you give yourself a shot. You give yourself a gas because you are going to have so many good losses. Indiana's a really good team. West Virginia's a really good team. Syracuse is a really good team. Michigan's a really good team. Florida State's a really good team. And you lost to all of them away from the Breslin. Not only were you losing to good teams, but you lost to them away. LSU's a good team. LSU's, I think, third or fourth in the SEC last time I checked. So they really don't have, other than the Penn State loss, everybody else they've lost who's a tournament team, away from the Breslin. And if you're able to rattle off a couple wins against Northwestern, against Iowa, you got Northwestern, you got a Northwestern win, you got an Iowa win. And you could get you got... that Minnesota win because Minnesota actually has a player, their leading scorer, Destiny Pitts, is actually transferring, who's averaging like 16 and a half games, points per game, excuse me. Really? So Was she the one that got suspended? She got you... suspended yeah, for bad um, like body language. Detrimental to the and team, then yeah. because of that, two of the Minnesota players actually sat out of the game, whatever, but... That could also, it's also at home, so I could think that Minnesota could also maybe be a win. So she's transferring in the middle she's, of the season? She's, well, they suspended her for the rest of the year. I remember she, reading about that, and then she just she said, suspe- all right, I'm out, I'm done. They suspended her after the, I think the Illinois game, somewhere around there, and then she said that she was transferring from Minnesota. So now she'll probably look at a different Big Ten school. It'd be a shame if she went to Michigan State. You know, that would, uh... She's a great player. <laughs> she's a great player. And we're, we're going to need all the help we can get next year. Talented, we're going to need talented, all the help we can get. Really talented shooting guard. Really talented. But at the end of the day, for me, the the Rutgers went. I, I, you can't overstate how far this moved the pendulum in the right direction. Because well, it, 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 it brought it from, okay, you got a nice swing against Ohio State to, uh oh, watch out, we could make you could make the tournament. Yes, yeah. like it like, was. Oh, now that's three. Yeah, in it was the Big Ten. Yeah, it was know? like it was like, oh, that's a nice win. I mean, I guess. I mean, it came down to the last shot to everyone look out. They could rattle off six or seven in a row and look and be really nice going into the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. And Rutgers being fifteen and three and being the best team in the conference, that's and what, now they're five and on, two in Big Ten. I think on the road, like that's that's huge. It's so big. And they're they're Rutgers a twenty twenty five one team. You needed the one marquee road win, the one win that proved that you could do it on the road. And you got it. But you, you're you not going to be able to just have that one. But it put you in the right direction. You lose that game, you're in the lower half of the Big Ten, and you're 3-4. and four. But now you're you're fit, you're tied for fifth in the conference, and you have a pulse. Okay, you have what, a strong pulse. What do you think changed from the losing streak to the winning streak? People woke up. People grew up. And what I mean by that, Moira Joiner, Joiner, but Caleb, Caleb Ellis had seventeen, seven points and thirteen points. I think Madrika Cook is playing super well right now, and so is Bellis. Like I know, so yeah, is yeah, Bellis. Bellis is, but Bellis was playing well, like for the year. I okay, 
And I know you're laughing, but like <laughs> she's literally playing super good. Like, okay, I'll give it to her. At the end of the fourth quarter, she got some huge rebounds. And she's and no, and she's like she's a big body that like down low they were struggling. Like you can't just have Bellis down low, but. So, guess, guess what she went against from the floor. I have the box score. What did she go from the floor against Rutgers? Guess. Oh, I don't I'm, care. I'm I don't. I don't. One at, of nine. I don't care. Too. One of nine. It's basketball is not all about shooting. It's Nathan. not all. But all one of nine is really shoot. bad. All this, one no, of nine okay, is. Okay, but sir, bad. You not watched, all the shots yeah. and all those things that she's doing are not no. going to be. The intangibles are good. She's playing good, but not great. No, listen, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Nia Holly stays on the floor and gets minutes at 2.3 point. points per game point. because she can pass, because she can rebound, because she can see the floor. It's not all about shooting, Cerns. But you just said but she's playing really well. She is. You she, just one be, of nine. Just, okay, but Cerns, there are things that she does that don't show up on the stat sheet. Exactly. That, are that make her play well. Yes, she's helping, but you make it. Moyer Joyner's playing really well. Okay, Kayla Bellis is if, playing really if, well. She's not Steph, playing really if well. Stephen Curry shoots one of nine in a in a basketball game. He's still moving without the ball to create open shots for other players. It's not just shooting that is basketball. That obviously Sir, shows but, you've never played or done anything can, in basketball. If you know, if you don't think, can I can like, I get in this? this I'm quick? sorry, so I agree with Sutton on this. It's, like she's so, she's I'm so sorry, important. Students. They they were losing every single game without her. And she comes back, and they magically start winning. Oh, I wonder what it is. Okay, one of nine. That like uh, some of the shots were questionable that she took towards the end of the fourth quarter. She took a layup that was like not even a layup. She like it went out of bounds, whatever. But Stearns, there are things that she does that this team needs. So Agreed. Like, <clears throat> Agreed. But that doesn't make her say it's that one she's game. playing really well. It's one game. But, right. but I'm, I'm going to look game. at the Ohio but, State one now. Stearns, I'm going to look at the Ohio State, State one. Has a bad there's game. no. There's there's no. The, the, the players on this team, Susie talked about it. There's players on this team that are scorers, that are rebounders, that are facilitators. Passers. That are, yeah, facilitators, yes. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> okay, well, but, facilitators would oh, mean something else. Okay, so who is the scorers? Taryn. Nia. Nia. Joiner whenever she's hot. Bellis. One consistent score, yes. Okay, well, I, but... but that those are your scores that at any night could have a good have a good night shooting the ball. Who are your rebounders? Holly, Bellis, Cook. Those are those are rebounding. Part. Might even yeah, throw a in there. Yeah, throw a roll. A roll's a little bit of everything. Like it's just not every like a a basketball team is constructed of different types of players that are made for different roles, and not everyone can be a shooter. Not everyone can be a rebounder. Everyone can shoot. Everyone can rebound, but that's not your primary primary job. I'm. A, I want you guys to ask about it at the at the game on Thursday. Ask about like ask about roles? this. Ask about oh, this. Okay. Ask about roles because I'm interested to see. Like talk talk about Madrika Cook or talk about like that type of thing because I think Susie will confirm what I'm saying. Like. Cook is playing good basketball. Right of now. course she will. She loves. She but sir, she you loves me. Holly, what a nine shooting that she should. She's not playing well. I said she's playing fine. You make it sound like she's playing like the second coming of Michael Jordan. No, I never said that. I just said she's playing well, decent. I will say she is playing decent. Okay, the Do veteran. You think she's pr- playing better than like an Osmond. She's playing better than Osmond. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. But on a team like this, you need more offense. You can't. 
You I'm, I didn't deny Kayla that. Bellis, that's why I'm saying you can't pronounce. She's at a point now as a redshirt junior. She has to score more and stop taking the shots that hit the bat. The she w she was good against Ohio State, but she took some bad bad shots in the okay, first half. Okay, that three at the end. You cannot the end of the discount game. that. It's I one mean, good half, one bad half, and you're at a, you have one consistent score in Nia Cloudin. Kayla Bellis. How much does Taryn average? Like around nine point eight. On 36% from the field, yes. Her shooting clip is not great. I don't know what she's shooting but from three, but it's not good. I know you want to compare it to men's basketball, but 36 37% is, for her, is very is very good. Well, from if you, the floor? If you look at, uh, what but is her Taryn progression? Do, Taryn does other things than shooting. I, she, I, I'm just talking from a purely scoring standpoint. They have plenty of people when you talk but, about glue players and players filling in the cracks. Stern. What? <laughs> when um he's a, he's a little bit red right now. When I was uh I'd get on McCutcheon earlier this year for her bad shooting and be like maybe they should sit her and you were like oh but she does so much more. See? See? Is that not the same? She opens way up. With she opens Madrika it up for Cooks. Nia Cloudin. Nia Cloudin is a straight bucket getter. Everyone that's been established from the time that this season has started. And She's last year. true. Yeah, true. For 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 as long as time has been, she has been getting buckets. But the thing is, is she. If there was no, if Taryn was on the floor, if Taryn was playing, not playing through the broken finger, if Taryn was, like, if she was sick or something, Nia would get doubled every single day. You're correct. She would get. Yeah, she's the best player the on ball. the floor. Reg- like she's the best player on the floor almost every single game. She's or she's the best pure scorer on the field on the floor every almost every Fair. single game. Fair. She has the prettiest jump shot. Best pure scorer. Yes, they got some players in the Big Ten, man. They got some players. I'm talking about uh, that Ohio State game. Who who on Ohio State, other than the girl that went three of three in the first half, but then JC Sheldon, yeah, JC Sheldon, she got shut down in the second half. But I'm who, also yeah. saying like Clarissa t- Bell, the two time Big Ten Freshman of the Week, was pretty good. Yeah, Gorontis is better than Clowden is. Gorontis is a monster. I I as a basketball player, I would agree with you. She, As a pure scorer, I would not. She, she literally, the only thing Garantes does with Rutgers is they set a ball screen for her, she drives to the rim, and then she they kick it out to another player on the left wing, and then she goes to the corner, and she shoots it, and she's a great shooter. It's almost like, have you guys seen, well, probably not you, Charlotte, or honestly something, they used to have a commercial on Fox Sports Detroit when Tobias Harris was on the team. And they would talk. They they would talk about like on the commercial, like how you want it. You want it inside. You want it outside. That's literally what they said. How you want it with Cloudness, the same thing. How you want it. She can drive to the rim on you. She can pull up from mid range, which she's better than you know. She's better shooting mid range than three pointers, and she's still a pretty good three point shooter if you leave her open. So, and how you want it. The thing is, is she the way she shoots the ball? It's always a smart shot. It's never it's never a, a, force. a force. It's never rushed. It's always smart and she makes the right play. She's she's driving baseline against Rutgers. She's driving baseline. She could take a layup. She could force it underneath, but no, she keeps her head up. She finds Joiner in the corner and she nails nails a three. She's the she's a very smart basketball player and that's what keeps her on the floor, obviously. I mean, she would always stay on the floor, but that's that's what makes her the best player. Right, and there's never really a play that Cloudon makes where you just like you think to yourself like, "Oh man, why would she do that?" Yeah, like exactly. I, you never like as exactly. A f- Osman Osman is the, the is dribbling the the ball with like 
10 seconds the left. Of, yeah, the Ohio 10 seconds State. left. Oh, and like hurt. the shot clock off and she just throws <laughs> it away. Because I don't know, because Taryn and Neo were on the other side, so she tried to overhead pass. But well, yeah, but not... you still don't do that. No, it's I still totally understand. Lack of situational also, awareness. Also, has been shooting less threes in the entire Ohio State first half. She didn't attempt one three. So that's definitely a difference in them. Maybe Susie might have said chill on the threes. Well, she she is a warrior. And in terms of mental toughness. Obviously, you don't think so. Wait, she played through a broken. In terms of. I'm, once, I'm not questioning her. Nobody, nobody a in a right mind can question her effort, her ability. But from a <laughs> factual standpoint, her scoring has been a bell curve up and down. I don't. Did I use the right math term? I don't know. I hate math. But anyway. It's been up and down. That's not me. That's not me equating that to any way. Nobody can question. Nobody can question someone that's playing through a sore Achilles and a broken finger. That on her shooting they're not hand. Trying. Yes. On her shooting hand. So, so that they have to adjust their shot. But that still belies the fact that at the end of the day, that's not something that the box score cares about. That's not me saying that she's she is a good player. She is a good player. But when you talk consistent options, ten to fifteen points a game. And has to be shooting 40, 45%. Okay, the then field. What, what? Not going one of five, one of six, six of 10, two of 10, three of five, stuff like that. What do you think is the reason for this winning streak then? Like you, you've given all these reasons for people that have, that, like, <laughs> that haven't played well, that haven't, that aren't doing anything, that just don't, that don't play basketball the right way or whatever, that, that can't score. Who do you think, what do you think, what do you think is the reason? That they are winning. Is it? They're not just gonna like flip a switch and all of a sudden like have a rah rah speech and start winning. It's there's something What's strategically. Yeah, what is hell of a speech? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Stearns, what do you got? People woke up. I no, that's, that's, that's not it. That's that. Oh like, my god, that's, that's so, nothing. That's so well, cliche to be like, to oh, be people fair. woke up. Well, they're playing Caleb better Ellis now. It's playing much better. Moyer Joyner is playing much better. To be fair. Say McCutcheon. That. You McCutcheon. Say that I told just... you guys that McCutcheon has finally started. To yell at people. I, I would know, say Bellis definitely I, Here's her. Mike. You are she didn't play against or Cook didn't play against Wisconsin when they won by seventeen. I mean Okay, but they also lost a bunch of games without her. How she was out for two games, Sutton. Yeah. They lost did they lose both those games? Yes, you can't sit two games is not a bunch of but games. Stearns, you're missing like when Madrika Cook is not on the floor, right? When she's missing in these games, you're missing for yes, a Yes, I'm not saying I'm saying she's a good player, but she's not some world beater who's playing at I some never I, I never said that she's playing at an all pro level. I said she puts them over the edge to where they can get a few more wins than they would have before. They could go go ahead. No, you go. Going. You go. Okay. <laughs> you, you want me to tell you another reason why I think the, the addition of Julie Arrow back into the lineup with seven points. She missed okay. one game. Yes. But I, that was another reason she, bit, she they beat Rutgers. That was another reason. You're asking and I me, agree. why do I think that she, but, having her back, no, no doubt helps. But I'm not going to sit here and say that she's the sole reason she herself is going to result in another four or five wins. Let me, let me make this clear. There is, first of all, between all this arguing, number one, there is no right answer. There is no sole reason. It's a team game. It's a team effort. Everyone together plays. Play, yeah, everyone, play, everyone plays together other than maybe like the end of the bench. But, I mean, they still support. But mm-hmm. it's a team game. Bench it's a combination maybe. of Cook, Osment, all of the players figuring it out. You can't, if, if, 
Who thought if, we would say Bellis was going to be? No, I know, but if like if if you're equating this to a men's game and like Michigan State men's all of a sudden lose four in a row, you're not going to like just start straight up saying people are playing bad. They might be playing bad individually, but you're going to say they're not playing together as a team. And that was the issue with the losing streak. They got a little bit cold from shooting, and now they're back. Do you think it could also be, because we see this in the men's all the time, especially like the the Michigan State team you see in November is way different than the team you see in, you know, yeah, February, March. Could it be because the freshmen have kind of like, you know, found their rhythm, find their spot? Um, I mean, I know could like they don't have big nights individual, except for Mo Mo Joyner, obviously, last game. But like, do you think it could be that? I I think... Me personally, I think that's an overplayed thing. Freshmen not like freshmen not being used to not magically being used. finding yeah, their yeah exactly. I think it's I think it's one. I think Joiner played probably started. I don't. She was a great high school basketball player. She probably started four years at wherever she played. Heritage. Yeah, at Heritage. Up and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that because in the thumb. Yeah, in the thumb. <laughs> okay, so she played there. Aral, she was a great high school player. All these Tyre Parks, great high school player. Eliza Winston. It's go- yeah, Eliza Winston, great high school player. They're going to be struggles throughout the season. But saying you're not used to playing basketball is dumb. But you can say that with well, Parks and Bellis because they missed their senior year of high school. Well, it's you not even like yes. they're not okay. used they to playing basketball. But they but, have the same. Bellis didn't play her senior year and played very little last year. This is the first year in two and a half years that where she's played regulation yes. basketball. Yes, I'm saying the people that have played in the last year, it is still yes. Yes. basketball. It is still basketball. That's yeah, all it but is. But at the same time, the skill level doesn't mean doesn't mean nothing. The, how the the change of skill level Maybe for like the big time team maybe for like big, big, big time teams like like Rutgers or like like what Maryland or like what was like that, that girl's name for Ohio State that was like nasty. Uh uh, Dor- Dorka Yuhas or whatever, yeah. like oh, someone yeah. like that. I thought but, you were gonna make me pronounce Mikulashikova. No, I don't want to do that again. I, that, <laughs> I tried to do that way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well. like those players were playing five out, and like the freshmen were communicating with the non-fresh. Like they were, it was fine. Like I think that Joiner looks more comfortable on the floor than Osmond does. I think, yes. like mm-hmm. it's just that's how it is. Like it's it's all a demeanor thing. Also, so, Osmond didn't play much. As a freshman. Okay, too. yes, that's fair. But I mean, it's she's still a sophomore, and she's still comfortable in the college life. She's still comfortable and living on her own. Whatever, whatever people people think like affects how you play basketball. It does affect when you don't play like freshman year. Like it does affect. It carries into your sophomore year. Sutton. No, I know, I know, I know. That's right. But I'm saying like, she's. It's like it's like Ben Simmons whenever he got rookie of the year in his second year in the NBA. Like that's an unfair advantage that. I'm like I'm saying that he got to be around the players. He right. got to develop. He got to go to practice. That type of thing, compared to someone that's a senior in high school who's doing a completely different thing, completely different training regimen. Not mm. probably not on weights as much. Like that type of thing. I think it's I think it's a difference. And so that's what makes it even more impressive for freshmen to be comfortable. Well, even like the mentality too, like going from level to level is just like. I don't want to say world's different because I've only, you know, gone up to high school, but like even from middle school to high school, like the schemes and the, you know, the defenses you play, I can't imagine what the jump is from 
going high school to college. High school to, you know, Power Five conference college. Well, when so, you I mean, hit, it might take a little mental adjustment, which and you know, the mental adjustment is from the exposure. That's what it's from. Right. It's from, I mean, you, you can get interviewed. That exposure, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, they are. You can like you can get interviewed or whatever in high school. You can get asked questions, but you're not getting like a camera shoved in your face after every single game. Ask people asking you how how you played. Yeah, like that's it's true. just not like that. Yeah. So it's that's what that's what makes it different for Osment compared to the other girls, but. That's what makes it even more impressive for the freshmen. So, yeah. and then they'll get more comfortable with it throughout. Joiner does not look like a freshman. Right no. Now. no, that rebound she ended up. God, I don't. I think it was some. It was somewhere in the third quarter, but when she picked the ball off the glass and went coast to coast, weaved her way Dirt. through the Ohio State defense. That's mm-hmm. when I looked at Charlotte and I said, "That's how you know she's arrived." Yeah, the confidence. Exactly. But it was executed well, and I think she could even get even more confident. You've and take seen more her. shots. She's, you by saw her, yeah. We saw her yelling on the main. Charlotte saw her yelling on the bench, playing more of a vocal role. Not, she, not just Claire Hendrickson anymore. No fire. <laughs> fist. If it's not open, switch into fist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like cut two. They always I, I, run that. My thing is, if we're Pete, you have to realize you're not the top dog anymore. And I played football with a lot of guys who went to Division One universities. Josh Jackson, dogs. Josh Jackson, who's now starting at Maryland. Bryce Wolma, who's starting at Arizona. Demetri Douglas, who went to Michigan he's State. Not, he's not trying to flex or anything. Though. No, I, I, yeah. I'm just saying. Not that he went, but, I no. knew who they were. Stearns could have went D1 too, just so everyone knows. There yeah. wasn't an aura, always football, an aura both. of cockiness. But they knew they were the top dog. They knew they could go out and out-athlete people. They knew that their technique didn't have to be elite. They could just mow people over. And that changes they whenever that they big. move up. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the biggest adjustment is you're now surrounded. And there's a when we talk college jump, there's a big difference between going from Celine to Concordia of Ann Arbor and right. Celine to the University of Michigan. Okay? When you go to... The University of Michigan, when you go to Michigan State, you have to put your ego aside. Because for a lot of for a lot of 16, 17, 18 year olds, you have your entire college paid for. That's gonna get that's gonna go to your head a little bit. That really, really is. That you don't have to worry about whatever you you don't I don't want to say you don't gain as much responsibility, but you don't have to plan as much fiscally. And that can build a bit of an ego. That can build a, a bit of a sense of entitlement. So when you come to a big university like this, you have to grow up. And it's a big adjustment for people, for a lot of young athletes who think they can still out-athlete people, who think that they still are at a point now where they can neglect technique. That's why Eliza Winston's not playing. Because it's the same little mistakes with the turnovers, with the hacky sack fouls that she was when she got on campus. She's gotten better, but it still rears its ugly head at bad time. What what she have five minutes against Rutgers? Yeah. She really hasn't touched the floor much. Julia Arold, who coming into the year, I didn't think I thought it was gonna be more of an afterthought. She's playing more. Osmond's playing more. And that shows how special they are. Yes. But Joyner Right now, I think it's ahead of the curve. Over oh, Winston. definitely. 100 percent. Yeah. A Walt's ahead of the curve. I'm, but that doesn't them mean them two are ahead of Parks and uh, and and I Winston. think Parks Winston. is just not getting is just not getting the touches she needs right now. Around, the I world. would agree. I think she's she just play not. More. She's just not like in the beginning of the season. We would see, um, 
Parks get many baskets, but now she's just kind of. And I think her I think minutes have kind of gone down too, and it's tough to get in that you know rotation. game flow yeah, I mean, rhythm. Yeah, that's true. But I think on the bench the whole game. You know? I think where she like doesn't where the reason she doesn't get more minutes is because number one she hides on offense. If she gets the ball, if she gets the ball in the post and she like decides she wants to get a bucket and just like rails into somebody and gets a layup, that's great. Like that's mm-hmm. exactly what. Uh, Susan gotta Mitchell make the layup, Yeah, you got. Yeah, obviously <laughs> gotta you got to make consistent. the layup. But sometimes she just wants to stand there and like post lazily and not do that. And then on defense, like rebounding could be an issue. Like there's mm-hmm. certain issues that like as the, a freshman. And it's that, the complete opposite with Kayla Bellows. When she gets the ball in the post, she's going straight. She's exactly. been much more assertive. Right. Exactly. She's more aggressive. But, and that jump hook is nice. But Parks had the opportunity earlier in the season when they were still rotating in with Ballas. And mm-hmm. even against Ohio State, she's not capitalized. I got Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. 35 yeah. percent from the field on the season for a five? Oh Ooh, no, it that's is not it's, good. it's all layups too. The, yeah. it, it's not it's the Parks? Yes, yeah. 35% from the floor. That's why. And that's why she, that's why Bellis and other players are playing in front and of her. And Madrika Cook plays in front of her. Yeah. That's yes. true. Yes, yes. But it's the it's that freshman. I still think she's going to be a really, really good player. I think Eliza Winston's going to be a really, really good player. But you can't group all next year. you can't group all freshmen in one unique category. I mean, when your brother's Omari Spellman... You don't think she feels those expectations on a daily basis? I mean, she, she came in did. as a four-star. But for her, this year, not only missing your entire senior year, but you come in, you're still rehabbing. She p- most likely thought, and I, I'm not trying to put words in her mouth, she probably didn't think she was going to play much this year. Between Coco Gaines getting most most of the reps at the five, Bellis rotating in, Holly rotating in, Cook rotating in at the five when need be. Even then, sometimes Osmond at stretch four, too. Yes, I mean, there's a yes. lot of girls that had to be. Kali could in. go two through four, two through right. five. She's not coming back, though, so it's not. No, no. But, <laughs> but I digress. Main point She's being. She's the team. Main point being that, that that transition, for some freshmen, when you get on campus, you know you are going to play. Rocket Watts, Foster Lawyer. See, but even, even, Rocket, even Rocket had a, had a time where. He was like not playing well, and he got sent to the bench, and so now he's starting to develop a little bit more, and he's starting to see more minutes off the bench, and eventually he could put himself back in the starting lineup. I just, but it just takes time. I just think late in the season, Susie's not going to make so many changes to the lineup. I feel like I, I agree. Yeah, I feel like Parks is just going to stable like at the. I say she at has this right point now. because we're on a three-game win streak, you go with the lineup that you've been starting until you lose. Correct. And then you see why you lost and diagnose it and get into those player efficiency ratings and come out with either a new lineup or the same lineup. You and player efficiency ratings. It's all about you, the numbers, you man. Can't you can't numbers rattle your, your entire strategy based on wins and losses. There, I'm sure there are some players in that Rutgers game who were really, really bad despite the fact that they won. And oh, there was. For me, you're at the point now where the ro- the rotations really got to start being cemented right here. Oh, I think, yeah, I agree. I, we're at a point. I, going forward, I'll tell you who it's going to be off the bench. It's going to be Tyre Parks at 10, 15 eh. minutes a game. That's a high. That's, That's, eh. someone, someone's got to play the five. I don't see her getting when, 15 minutes a game. If Bellis gets in foul trouble, I, I don't see yeah. Bellis going 30, upwards of 30. Who else are you going to – you're not going to put Nia Holly in at the five. You're not going to put Cook in at the five. Cook's a good four. See, the thing is, is – 
basketball nowadays has transformed less into one through five and more through small ball lineups, yeah. through three point shooting. So like you can't you can't always say, Oh, you need a specific person to play the three. Mo Joyner has to play the three because she's off the ball, she's a little bit taller than the other players. No, you just have a you just have five players on the court that are capable of doing different things. Okay, maybe you have one player that's that would play down low, but she can still step out and make passes. It's just you have to put your five best players on the floor and let the rest work out. You can't just say, "Oh, you're the best five. I'm gonna play you." Well, if there's also, a better, if there's a better smaller player, then she's got to play. It could depend on matchup too. Say you play Correct. like like yes. a big like a Absolutely. big team like Eight Ohio teams. State. Like yeah. you want to have. You want to give Parks some and, minutes. You want to give Bellis extra minutes because Park, of how big they are. And Parks is perfect for that role right. because she is capable of guarding, like outside. She's very she mobile. Can switch too. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. she can switch. She's very mobile. That's why Arol is was is like is so crucial for big man matchups because she is so athletic and right. can move up and down. And that's like at the Nebraska game when they were guarding Kate Kane, the forward for Nebraska Cornhuskers. They. She had an outside shot, so Tyre Parks would be entering the game, and Julia Arold. So you could see it yeah. all really does depend on. Yeah, and it's all it's all deciding on what Susie wants. I mean, it's it, she like even if she okay, you have Ohio State has a has a big what Patty or whatever her name is that's down low, but we're gonna stick Arold on her, and Arold can push out on offense, and that's going to put Patty in a bad position to where Ohio State's going to right. have to pull her out of the game. Make a mismatch on Yeah, Sometimes exactly. you got to like pick your poison whether you want exactly. a mismatch on you know the offensive end, the defensive end. Exactly, and if you can get players better shots. And if you can get team rebounds on the defensive end, then you don't have to worry about the big men fiasco or Damn. choosing whoever's the best five, Basketball per se. 101. Yep. <laughs> Stearns. You just look clueless, and I love it. It's not <laughs> a matter of being clueless. It's a matter of digesting who the other than Parks would you put as a backup five. You don't need a five, though. That's what that's that's the that's, that's what this, we're trying to say. Yeah, sometimes you don't. You, when need you a run into five. these big teams, they're go- you you're going to need it. You're you going to have to. You're going to. I think Bellis so has been playing great. Yes, but you still need another. I, the the pl- thing about the thing about this is. All of these girls, okay, like outside of Sydney Dodd, are all under six th- six two. They're I none think, of them yeah. are particularly tall. So you could like, it's it's picking your poison. Honestly, it's Bellis. Bellis and Osman are the same, basically the same height, just where they play and what their strengths are. Right. Bellis is more. Straight, are you sure straight. about that? I thought Osman was like six feet, six one, and she's six one, and Bellis is six two. Say Bellis was six three. I thought. Okay, well. I, that much difference? Three inches? <laughs> That's not three inches is, is a little I'm bit. I'm not. I'm not a big. I'm not a big height person unless it's like height and weight difference. Like if you're having mm-hmm. Shaq at seven foot or like someone that's Mobamba super yes foot. yeah Mobamba <laughs> at seven foot that's a big difference but like you're not going to be running into those players exactly exactly yeah so I think like if you it's just whoever you want to put inside and Osmond has the capabilities of playing inside it's just she loves the three point line a lot. She's literally. She's, she's a. If you're gonna go by Stern's three and me- D. Yeah, she's gonna. She, she's gonna. If you're gonna go by Stern's method of having a one, two, three, four, and five, she's a three, or she's a small four. Yeah, stretch four. Yeah. That's yeah. And then you have Cloudin as Cloudin and uh, Taryn as interchangeable one and two on any given possession. You have Joiner as a three. 
I still yes. think that Bam. Nia, I still I just wanted to get your guys' opinion. Do you guys think that Nia Holly should be starting? <sighs> I don't think so. Not at even this though, point. Even though even though I already even though I already backed her up and said that she has intangibles, so she deserves to play. If she's if for, she for my team minutes. for my right. team, she's the first or second one off the bench. Two points ain't getting it done in the starting lineup. Correct. Just, I at this if she if she pushed that to six, then we're talking. No. Even if we're pushing it to six, we're talking because say, of her. This, this I would say, this is where I would say you either put a, depending on the matchup, whether it's a face-up like or more if it's a you either put a roll or Cook, yes. yes. That so I would agree. Why against like a big team in, I don't know, Maryland's pretty big with a lot of forwards, why would, we put, why would Michigan State put, um, I don't know, Nia Hawley when she's not producing at all? Because she finds the shooters. That's, well, that's well, that, the sole reason. When she's she, jumping out defensively, against she can Ohio match State, up with she would jump up too. in the air and the def- the offensive yes. players just drive. In right the yeah. limited times her. that she's been at the five this year, she's been thoroughly dominated. Well, yes, she, has she been is not thoroughly. A, she, that we were just talking about how you can do interchangeable, like that. By whenever I say that, I mean Nia Holly is a three. Maybe four. a four at best. Right. She's not going to be five guarding. Is a mismatch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why exactly you have to carve out time for parks. You have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. But you don't have but like you don't have to have defined positions and run sets with mm-hmm. these f- positions. You just literally get up and go, go, go. And then whenever you go down the floor quick, you're making quick decisions on offense and you're getting quick buckets. Right, especially if you're pushing the ball in transition. Honestly, yes. one through five don't really matter. Exactly. If you get, if you get, 15 you get a bucket seconds left in, in the seconds. half and you turn it over. Yeah, That too. But like, I mean, yeah, just you, get a, you get a yeah. bucket within five seconds, it really don't matter about the matchups because exactly. you already got a bucket. You exactly. And then you're getting D. back on defense. Yes. Yeah. 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 Are we we're all we're all in agreement here. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we're we're all. In <laughs> we started we started the episode a little bit hostile, but we that moved, was a little moved. a little. Mm, I don't even know. So here's my question for you guys. Oh God, question does, of the day. Does this team make the tournament? Yes. It's yes, de- it's debatable. She. Oh, this is what yes, I like. So I can get this a free what, trip. This. Okay. This is what I like. They have cemented themselves at least for the WNIT. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, they, if they do not make the, the tournament, they will go to the WNIT. Beatmaster Stern, or is that in the budget for us to go to the NIT? Yeah, I think we could arrange. I'll say if we if we already have the budget to go to the NCAA, why don't we have the budget to go to the NIT? Where even is that? That's Dude, what I'm I actually hope, checking right now. I hope right it's now. in Nashville, so we I hope go to it's somewhere warm. Let's go to, let's go to Charlotte. I can crash at my dad's 5,000-square-foot house. But, can we all crash at your dad's 5,000? <laughs> would be I able don't to, see any of that money, man. I don't see we, any of that. We would be able to go to the WNIT? Yeah. I would thank you. Let me check. I would imagine. Yeah, check the, check the places. Nashville. Where did you come up with that? He's from That's Nashville. Where I'm from. Yeah, he's from. Uh, You're from Nashville? Yeah. Nashville, oh. Tennessee. When, That's WIT. not how I talk, but okay. That's all right. With the event. Oh, the first row. Oh, that is quick. Wow. The, wow, 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 wow. What? Wow, what? Wow, Tell wow, us. Wow. We're not seeing your Quit screen. Quit saying wow and talk. The 64 team field will be announced late Monday evening, March 16th, and then the first round kicks off Wednesday, March 18th. It gives you much, doesn't give you much time to book anything. Oh, sheesh. That doesn't give you much time to book so anything. So, no? Or... I, 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 no, we could book it. We could book yeah. it. I'm a it's professional just... booker. Where is it? Where is it? I, that's what I'm trying to find. That is what I'm trying to figure out. I mean, Are we all I'll, on it now? Ohio, yeah. State, Ohio State made the WNIT with 14 wins last year, and this Northwestern team went to the final before Arizona Let's see. beat them 59-46, to 46, I believe. First round matchups. Okay, here we go. Let's locations. Locations. 
location. Fort Collin. Oh, wait, no. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's what I'm on right now. That's what uh, I'm on. I don't know what this is. Um, you know, can we? Can I be like in last Ma- year? Can I be in like Maui or something? That would Dude, be that awesome. would be the best thing ever. Oh man. Oh boy, women's basketball tournament 2020. <laughs> it shouldn't be this hard to find. Like it, it really shouldn't. Okay. Uh last time. Oh, I was in Colorado. I'm seeing. Let's go to Aspen. Yeah, shoot. We're Let's go a- skiing in the mountains. We're getting on the slopes. Um, here we go. Let's see. Event I probably won't go Last year was in Fort Collins. Is it all in one place? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. It's like game after game. It goes like that. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Damn. So that means media members, if you're covering the team, you got to be in and out. You got to be like, all right, up unload your stuff. All right, down, pack it up. up all right, down, see you. Um, preview for this game, preview for the next yeah. game. <laughs> oh, well just wait a second. The WNIT is played at host schools. Oh, whatever uh, that means. Maybe the, fi- oh, the, first, the finals. The first and- co- it's it's just like men's in IT where they do home. where they do home games in like in IT. So you have I've to been have to that- a home in IT game. I went to a Belmont basketball game that was in IT. Now that makes complete sense. So Michigan State would probably be a high seed. Yeah, so we could probably get a home game. We would get so a we host could save in some uh, travel expenses. And then you have to travel. Yeah, maybe for maybe for like a round of 16 or round like you'd have to win games. Whatever, that's in the future. All right, yeah, but that's, that's not what we're talking about. We're gonna make the. They're gonna. We're gonna make, gonna the, make the, the. Yeah. The real I don't tournament. know. I think it's debatable. Right, it really I does not... depend if they can well, beat Iowa, if they can beat Maryland, if they can beat Purdue. These all games are really a deciding factor. I okay. So basically, we're just gonna basically uh, book our trip to New Orleans for the women's final four right now. Um, New Orleans. You know, <laughs> let's have some that gumbo. would be the best thing ever. No, dude. go Tigers. Maybe go go see it, Go Tigers. <laughs> no, let, let me let go me get Tigers. this straight. Let go me get the, let me get this straight. Gumbo is not anywhere near as good as jambalaya. I don't, I'm allergic okay. to pulse, so I don't. Get it. <laughs> okay. It's I don't. not even close. This is off, I had off gumbo. Topic, off topic. I had gumbo it's for not dinner. Off topic. Jambalaya. It's imagining the future. Yeah, jump. Right. G- gumbalaya or jambalaya, whatever it's jambalaya. called. Jambalaya. Jambalaya is so much better than gumbo. It's I've not only even had gumbo. close. I've never, never had, had either. So. Well, that's. And I haven't had authentic sad. gumbo. It's been that's like sad. Michigan made. Well, sorry, gumbo. I'm from New York. We don't have those things. New York. They have glinders. Yeah, they have Italian glinders. And they have really fat rats. <laughs> That's yes, true. Yes. What does that have to do with any... Okay, like... Okay, You have okay. a lot of people in a very small area. Like, so many people... And what are you trying to say? Same with MSU. We just got fat squirrels instead. Yeah, yeah and they're I, super <laughs> friendly. Okay. Yes. Wait. Are what? they? I don't know. I don't. The, the squirrels at Notre Dame are friendly. The squirrels and <laughs> no, they true. will go right up to okay, you. Okay, now we're really off. True. Topic. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> off the woods. Okay, well, 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 in this, well, in this, well, in this, uh, endless in this, bantering. in this, in this banter by saying one thing, go Tigers. Okay, let's go. Oh, thank you, Coach. No, no I, Oh boy, WNIT. Yes, I say it's a fifty-fifty. They're because. Oh, they j- it's such a hard stretch that they have. Come- if they lose all four games coming up, then no, no, can- they, yeah, then they're screwed. But that's that's and that's a problem. And yeah. you're playing three, four. But they'll teams. still make the WNIT. If you're playing four, four teams that who are better than you are, and if you can split uh, with four teams, Rutgers that was better than, than you, them. That's what we want. And they went on the road. But it's yes, okay, again, big win. But one win, you still have to look at the trends from the past. You have to look at the trends from the past year. And 
not only in the fact that you play Northwestern at home and then you turn around 72 hours later and you go to Iowa. That's a long flight from East Lansing to Iowa. So, yeah, six-hour drive if we want yeah. to go. You, you I go, think Notre <laughs> Dame was enough. And then you go all – and it just they, – they have a tough schedule and it's – you're playing far away, yeah, Maryland, this, Iowa. This is one of those stupid things where I hate deliberating. Like, I hate whenever people – like choose like rank teams and stuff like that before like it's you've played the games. This is why I hate college football analytics so much. Like every single week they do that stupid show on Tuesday night and like rank all these teams whenever you don't have no reason to do that. There's no point. They're gonna play each other. So there's no point right. in like arguing every single week whether you should make it or not. It make just it. gives something to talk about. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. I want a prediction for no, for the Northwestern game. I mean, they're hot. They have. I have no reason to pick against them. I'm gonna say they win in like by like six, seven. Northwestern comes into the game as winners of four, and it ends at the Breslin Center. It ends at the Breslin Center, seventy-one sixty-eight, Michigan State. Ooh. Wow, seventy-one sixty-eight, huh? Is that Michi- what you're going? Northwestern has been a lot more oh, yeah. mortal. Lindsey Pulliam, I'm telling. Tell you. me about this. I never get intimidated from. A team called Northwestern because number one, their football team is always garbage, and their basketball okay. team is always garbage too. So it always, so it's just like I know this has no correlation no to women's basketball to women's basketball at all, but it's just the fact that it's Northwestern. It's they like should the they should lose too. I'm exactly. Like, yeah, women's like, basketball Rutgers is yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Rutgers mm-hmm. is good at bas- men's basketball and women's basketball. What? Yeah, it's like, Northwestern what's going on be a good Maryland team earlier this year. Yeah. Oh so. yeah. I'm not doubting that they're not good. I'm just saying it's Northwestern. So I have it's this like feeling you that they should don't be bad. associate. Good sports with Northwestern, exactly. But like you see them in the like the women's team. Their women's team is good. Yeah. There's no denying that. Yeah. It's, it's just weird making that correlation. I get it. You know? I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Host, do you have anything else left to say? Oh, I didn't even give my prediction. Give me a sixty-four fifty-nine Spartans. Yes, and I, I don't want to bite into the Kool Aid, so to speak. But I, the Breslin will be rocking. It always packs really, really well. No. And. Between Pulliam and Cloud, and whichever of those two plays better is going to be the team that wins. So if Cloud plays better than Pulliam, or if Pulliam plays better than Cloud, and vice versa, that's at least for because this is a good Northwestern team, but a Northwestern team who got run off the floor by Iowa at home. They went on the road to Minnesota and won by two. They beat Indiana on the road by two. Indiana's a good team, but they are mortal. They are a mortal team when you're not playing in Evanston, and you you play. What is it? In five, six games, they're back in Evanston, so you at least need to win. This. So far, it looks like MSU is kind of immortal at home. So they, As they didn't right lose now, at home last year. I mean, fifteen and one, right? Last year, they beat the living tar out of everybody, and, and it's hard to pick against them at home because I said after the Ohio State game, they can legitimately, short of UConn and Stanford and Baylor, they can pretty much go toe to toe with anybody at home. That's the polarity Oregon. with this team. Remember last year. They Oregon. beat Oregon, yeah. That's the, just crazy. They beat Michigan. They oh no, they beat they killed Michigan at home on, on senior day. I was there for that, and ev- everybody cried when Jenna Allen walked off the floor. They had Aww. the jersey and the siblings and everything. Like Susie was, cra- it's not going to be anything to win. Cassius walks off the floor, and everybody just wow. Just, I'm going to be blowing my eyes out. I already know. I'm going to be crying. That's gonna. I be played it. against Cassius in middle school. Fun fact. Okay, okay. We we lost. I was about to say he probably owned. I we played, lost. Big. Oh, I, I, I played against the Antoine Simmons. Who's that? Oh, same. You guys want you want to hear big, a big flex? Big boy. Yeah. Let's hear I played it. against Darius Garland. Oh. Or not played. Not played. Not played like in an actual game. Played pickup. Oh, I played okay, pickup with Derek Rose. What? 
Yeah, I have a picture to prove it. I can show it to you. Is this like your brother who has the picture with Kevin Durant? How do you meet these random people? I'm telling you, my brother's friends with Kevin Durant. I'm, I play pick up with Derrick Rose. How? I can show you the picture. Well, my bro. Okay, this is the, not for the podcast. No, it, it is. is for the podcast. Everything's time. for the podcast. Well, uh, okay, well, brand. my brother manages rappers, and he, Kevin Durant's very into rap, and. He met him at a concert, and then now he has like, his phone number. So is your brother like a millionaire? I don't know. I want to be rich. How old is he? He's 28. I want to be rich. Um. Yeah, I played pickup with Derek Stern's, Rose. Stern's, you're a journalism major. I know, but yeah. I, I know. I'm a journalism he was, major, he too. He was so. actually, he went Same. to Indiana. He was a journalism major. Oh, and now, he, and now he's... I guess I'm doing the wrong thing now. Now he's, now he's now with he, Kevin Durant. That's cool. Now he's not doing his met his best man fully impression and living in a van down by the river. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't I really, sh- son, I'll show you I don't really like rap music that much. Neither do so. I'm, I'm an old, give me country. Give me country. Mm. Give me the eighties. I like I, the only rap. I don't like. you hum at me, boy. You have to grow up. It's in your soul. I think. Yeah. I, I'll you show saw, you the a picture. Few, of, a few country songs. Son, I'll show don't you the picture wrong, of Derek okay, Rose. Okay, country music slaps. Don't don't even hate. Oh me. my it's not god! That it slaps. No, it does not. It's not that it doesn't country slap. Sucks. It's just like when people go too hard on the country. You know, like if you if you if you take the ox and you play, you know, four, five, six country songs, I won't get mad. But if you're on the ox for hours and all you play is country, those are the people that make me not like country. Well, I know I a few of those it. people. The only rap artist I like is Juice World, so and he's R.I.P. He's oh, yeah. the when when my mom and me used to go from North Carolina to Michigan every Christmas and every Thanksgiving for thirteen hours. All it was was country music, over country and roads. over. Sam, and, do you know who and it's Nate even Robinson better is? when you're who? listening to Country Roads while you're driving through Charleston, West Virginia. Nate Robinson. That's fair. The short NBA player. Yeah, Mr. Dunn Champion. Yeah. Yeah. He's really, he's always out the court. He's he's no he, he's he was he's the second reincarnation of Spud Webb. That's what Nate Robinson is. God. Nate Robinson's my hero. Why? Because what he gives I you know. hope that five nine people can actually dunk. Exactly. Okay. I can dunk. No, you okay. cannot dunk. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. I can get rim. Yeah, same. Uh, maybe. <laughs> You're saying maybe I can get red? I can get the bottom of the net. I can get, I can get red. <laughs> Stern's at the bottom of the net. I, I, I can, actually, I don't know. Maybe. Hey, come out. Best what? best IM team going to win D1 this this year? Game tomorrow night. I'm telling you. We're going to win it. I, I won fall last year. Last season. I won a game in IM once. <laughs> Our team's been never very good. But that's all right. We had fun doing it. Okay, we need we need to close this up. Yes, we do. All right, let's do it. All, all right, right everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in to our the most endless bander. Yeah. Yes, yes. Banter. Michigan State will be back at home this Thursday as they take on Northwestern. Do you guys want to say anything while I think of whatever cool tune to take us out to the road with? Yeah. Uh, I'll say this. Um, Marjorie Cook is an important part to this team, and she's very good, regardless of how well she shoots, and it'll be proven tomorrow. All right, last take. Charlotte, what? you're next. Oh, Anything? Kayla Bellis has stepped up for the Spartans, and I was surprised by that. All right. My last thought is uh, go Tigers. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you, Coach O. Go Tigers. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back next year, next week, Tuesday. <laughs> we go will. Tigers. Yes. Yes, we will. So. Just, just play that. Just do that here. I got it. I, I'm I got do, it. No, I'm doing it. Now, this is my role. Hold on. Hold on. I got it. No, that's the KFC commercial. That's the bit. Oh, my Hold on. God.
You have to listen to this while going through West Virginia. It will inject American spirit into your We'll see you face. next okay, week, guys. everybody. Thank you, guys. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me play one more thing. Next let me Tuesday. Play, let me play one thing. Hold on. Let me play well, one thing your to close. No, let me play one thing to close out. Of course he wants to play the closing no. song. You go from here, Coach. We'll see if Gattaca Beat Ole Miss next week. We'll take a look at it Go oh my that, makes me, that makes me want to go that down to Mardi Gras and a giant thing of gumbo. Of, uh, him saying, go Tigers. All right, everybody. See you next week. For everybody out there, go listen to Coach Ogeron and have a big old bowl of gumbo. Peace. Thank you, and see you next time. See you.